A call or a song, music or tool, functional beauty, a utilitarian melody. Welcome to the Nature of Phonology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark, and this episode was written by Joe Horn. I was chatting with a good friend of mine last summer who had recently moved to Maine from the hustle and bustle of southern New England. That having been her first summer uprooted from the place her ancestors called home for 15 generations, she found herself in awe of the unfamiliar nature around her. Sure, lots of species overlap between eastern Maine and other regions across the east coast, but their concentrations change as the soil, latitude, elevation, and water availability shifts. We were standing on her porch when her face lit up and she pointed into the woods. At that motion, I caught the fading, flute-like trill of one of the most iconic bird songs in North America, echoing off the birch, maple, and oak trees. The Call of the Hermit Thrush. At once, she pivoted the conversation midstream into a story of when her children were young at a nature center gift shop. As probably any millennial or parent of a millennial would probably remember, it was common in these gift shops to have racks of CDs of nature sounds, folk artists and Native American musicians all organized around a sound player with headphones. You could put on those well-worn headphones, poke at the tattered buttons to sample the various albums on sale, and then run over to your parents, tug on their sleeve, and ask if they could buy the CD for you, and your parents could, in turn, say no. Well, this day, her children had picked the right album, one of flute music with nature sounds in the background. She bit. On many of the tracks, she remembered hearing the hermit thrush singing, but at the time had no idea what bird it was, just that it was bracingly beautiful, and she had never heard a song like it. Now in Maine, they were singing all around her from spring through most of summer, even now in early August, as they are later nesters than most other local songbirds. There truly are no words to capture the beauty and purity of this bird's song. The notes are crisp yet wavering, sad and reflective yet untroubled. This song captures and conveys human feeling and human emotion across a barrier of fur and feather, beak and lips. I don't even know if the thrush feels emotions or even has thoughts, yet its song sings its meaning as boldly and clearly to its feathered audience as it does our human ears. While the hermit thrush does indeed have a uniquely beautiful song, the fact that it can sing such complex tunes is a gift songbirds share and comes down to two unique aspects of their physiology. First are their unique lungs adapted for flight. Unlike our mammalian lungs, songbirds, whether inhaling or exhaling, are able to fill their lungs with fresh, clean air thanks to additional air sacs. By contrast, every time we humans inhale, we get fresh air, but then while we're exhaling, we are in essence holding our breath. This means that birds are uniquely adapted for long bouts of aerobic activities, like flying, where the consequence of stopping would mean plummeting to their deaths. When humans run and get winded, we can usually just stop and catch our breath. This fresh air that birds can always take advantage of also helps aid them in their singing. Second, unlike our one voice box called a larynx, birds have two voice boxes in an organ called a syrinx. What's more, the syrinx is situated in such a way to allow birds to make complicated twists to their melodies and even play two notes simultaneously. This effect is quite obvious in the two-tone song of the Veery Thrush.
but also accounts for the descending, echoey cascade of overlapping flute-like notes of the hermit thrush. So this weekend, you could try to find a quiet wooded spot to listen to bird songs. This time of year, there aren't many, but your ears may just find the sweet melody of the hermit thrush bouncing off glacial erratics and birch trunks. You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, photos, information about podcasting, and more by visiting archives.weru.org. Thrush songs recorded by Lang Elliott. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phonology. (laughs) 